0: the hornets news high burst podcast i'm your host jerry danassi so this is my first episode so this definitely should be more of a breakdown type of period on what this is going to be about and how this is going to go so again like i said i'm jerry d i covered the charlotte hornets for clutch points as you can see by the shirt and we will be talking everything all hornets every day all day as much as possible episodes will be out about once a week Every Friday. So be on the lookout for that Friday morning drives when you're heading to work or you're taking care of the kids or whatever you got going on. Just make sure you tune into this on clutchpoints.com and make sure you check out the Twitter page for episodes being released on Hornets Nation CP, as well as my personal account, Jerry Denasian. That's D O N A T I E N. We'll make sure to keep you guys updated with all that good stuff. And I'll have my team take a look at that and they'll have everything situated for everybody that's going to be listening to this. Without further ado, though, Like I said, we're talking everything Hornets. So right now, the Hornets look pretty damn good, I must say. If I am a Hornets fan, I'd feel pretty comfortable about where we're sitting at right now, currently in the Eastern Conference standings. So with that being said, look at how everybody's improved over this season so far. LaMelo Ball still looks like he's hot and ready to go off that rookie of the year. After averaging about 15 points, just under seven rebounds and seven assists, he looks like a legit all-star already, at least in the making. So the more you look at you look at LaMelo Ball, the more you'll be able to like just believe in the type of player he can become in the near future for the Hornets. So at just 20 years old, he looks like a born and ready natural leader. There's nothing standing in that kid's way except for himself and just age. As soon as he begins to get older, he'll start to see the floor even better than what he is already. He looks like one of the best point guards and pure passes that the league has seen in a very long time. A better pure passer than guys like Steph Curry or Damian Lillard when they came into the league. Yet those guys are bona fide all stars, of course. Don't get me wrong, but the ceiling is very high for Lamelo Ball, and everybody that's a Hornets fan or just an NBA fan in general should feel confident about them actually making it to the playoffs this postseason. Now they haven't been there. Whoops, they haven't been there since um, 2016. So it's been a very long time, and that was obviously when Kemba Walker was there. And I believe they got destroyed by the Miami Heat or some other team that was just ready to run ragged on them. The team wasn't all that stout yet. The team wasn't really built out. But this is probably already the best team in the past, you know, few decades, ever ever since the teams in the 90s when they had Alonzo Mourning, Dale Curry, the announcer for the Hornets now, if you watch the games, um, Kendall Gill, Muggsy Bogues. All those cats, Larry Johnson, all those cats, they, that was probably the best team in Hornets franchise history. They had playoff wins, playoff series wins, playoff appearances on a regular basis in the East uh, in the 90s. They look really good. But this team has has something has something else, though, something that that team didn't even have. Alonzo Mourning is a Hall of Famer for a reason. One of the best centers of all time, for sure. But LaMelo Ball brings a different type of hype to this city. Muggsy Bogues was as great as he was. You know, he was shorter than than you, probably you, because I definitely know he was shorter than me. And LaMelo Ball is a six seven point guard that can see the floor well and does everything just right out there on the floor. You take all that into account and what he brings to the team and who's around him in Miles Bridges, Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier, and very much like just a very deep team all around him in general. And everything just looks like it's cohesively coming together day by day, game after game. And they look like they learn things every single time they step out on the floor. Now, they have found themselves down in a few games early on this season. Uh, that's why Coach Borrego in the press conferences keeps preaching how resilient his team is. Because they have gotten blown out in some games. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of those blowouts, they end up trimming the lead. They trim the deficit down. And sometimes they end up winning. Like their season opener against Indiana when they were down by 26 points. They went on a 24-0 run to start the third quarter after being down by 26 at the half. They're a very resilient team. They're a very good team, a young, deep team. Now, for the next part of this, that was the Lamelo Ball hype train. Rightfully so, it's only right that we start off episode one, especially since I'm doing this by myself. By the way, we will have other co-hosts coming on as the show progresses throughout the season. Right now, since it's just me, short notice, I'm going to handle all this responsibility and just talk hoops with you, and you can let me know what you think in the comments. Anyway, as young as the team might be they still do have a good crop of veterans that are on board with this organization right now. And obviously started one of the name, two of the names I mentioned in Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier to both Gordon Hayward, especially an all-star in Utah. Uh, obviously we know what happened with him in Boston that grew some tragic injury that he had. Yeah. Everybody thought his career was over. He tried to find his niche in Boston after coming back from the injury. And it, it didn't look, he didn't look so good. He didn't look like the Gordon of old that they expected him that Boston expected him to be whenever he signed with the team. But last year in his first season, his first couple of seasons with the Hornets, he looked amazing. He averaged a career high, well, not a career high in points, but pretty close to his career high from when he did in Utah, with just under 20 points a game. And he really provides a steady stroke from outside and just scoring in general for this young Hornets team. Gordon Hayward's leadership is unquestionably the reason why the Hornets are sitting pretty in the playoff picture right now, and they're above five hundred at this moment. Now, as for Terry Rozier, scary Terry, we all know that he can ball in Boston. As a backup to two MVP caliber point guards at that point in time in Isaiah Thomas and Kyrie Irving, both point guards, spectacularly great. We can can say they've had better careers than Terry Rozier thus far, especially Kyrie Irving, being an, an NBA champion and all, of course, no doubt. But Terry Rozier always showed out coming off the bench for those Boston teams. So as soon as he got the job in in Charlotte for the sign and trade to send Kemba over there to Boston. Everybody just assumed that, you know, Boston won the trade. They they got the Hornets best franchise player, the greatest uh, player in franchise history. And we got Terry Rozier. Charlotte got Terry Rozier. Like, what is that? Right. But it turns out Terry Rozier balled his, his first season in Charlotte. Led the team in scoring, one of the greatest fourth quarter uh, performers in the in the league at that time. Now he's coming off an injury, so it's kind of he's had a slow start, but he's had a couple. Of, he's shown some flashes, like yeah, I'm gonna get back to to my relevancy. I'm gonna show you what I am again. But for right now he's taking things slow. You know, he's he's finding his groove, he's finding his, his niche, but he's still a leader on this team. And also, even though he's not scoring a lot of points. Scoring a lot of points, he is the reason why this team is sitting where they're at right now in the standings. Despite not having a huge impact scoring the basketball, he's still a threat out there, just sc- to score and all that. So the veterans on this team are huge, led by those two, but it's not limited to just them, though. It still has Ish Smith, a proven NBA veteran that's been a journeyman around the league, but he's played well pretty much everywhere he's been. Especially in Washington. Washington, you've seen their playoff run with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal last year. Ish Smith played a lot of huge minutes off the bench for them, and he doesn't get enough credit for that in that Washington series. Yeah, they still got destroyed by Philly, but he still showed out, and everybody expected Philly to win. And then it goes to Kelly Oubre, who had a terrible kind of—I wouldn't say terrible, but it was a pretty up and down season for Oubre last year with the Warriors. His one and done season, especially when people were saying that he's ridiculous for. You know, not coming off the bench for Clay Thompson, and maybe rightfully so. It is Clay Thompson, but it, like he had a problem with it. If you don't know about that news, but you know, he, this year so far, he broke the Hornets' bench scoring record that Malik Monk held at thirty-six points with thirty-seven. And Kelly Oubre's been a huge spark for what the Hornets want to do, especially off the bench with the second unit. He looks very comfortable coming off the bench behind Terry Rozier and Lamelo Ball, or wherever he's replacing. So those. Those four veterans in particular, Kelly Oubre, Smith, Gordon Hayward, and Terry Rozier, have led the charge in leadership for this young team. And I think they deserve a lot of credit for where this team is at right now, especially even if they do lose some of those biters or they get blown out some nights. You know they'll end up bouncing back because they are they have a good locker room. The presence in the locker room seems great from from what I've seen behind the scenes and being at the games and stuff. Everything seems kind of – seems very – cohesive everybody seems together and i think that's one thing that can't be understated enough but the selling point obviously is lamelo ball and the rest of the young guys so ball is the the franchise cornerstone the guy that's going to be looked at you know the probably the most on the scattering report at this point at this point but somebody else that just emerged out of nowhere is miles bridges who looks like the most improved player so far so miles bridges has a career scoring average of just under 12 points a game so far this season, he's averaging well over twenty-two, and that's pretty damn impressive. Of course, there's other guys around the league that have improved their game dramatically. When you think about John Morant, Desmond Bain, uh, you know, just uh, just the two of those names that play for the Grizzlies, right there, and a couple other guys that just are escaping my mind right now. But Miles Bridges has put on a show since the start of this season. He scored well over thirty points four times already in just under fifteen games, and right there, that goes to show, wow. You've really took this summer offseason to work on your game. And, you know, this is a contract year for him and he knows it. He's, he's aware of what's actually going on. So he's ready to show out and perform so he can make that money. He had to turn down the Hornets offer when they tried to give him 60 million bucks, right? Over, for over four years for a player at his caliber last year, you know, that would have been a no brainer for him, but he betted on himself in the, in the off talks with the contract, denied it and said, I'm going to get better and I'm going to come back and I'm a hoop basically. And he did just that. Now, arguably, you could say that he's the best player on the Hornets right now. LaMelo Ball is definitely still the most talented, but he's been the main scoring threat on the team on scouting reports every night. He's shown you that he's a three-level scorer now, and he's just not an athletic dunker. Now his catch-and-shoot three-point percentages are going up. He's a three-level scorer. He's shown he can create his own shot, unlike last year. He just went for the ball to get in his hands uh, off of LaMelo or Terry Rozier, just playmaking form. But now he's doing that himself. He's become a very, very lethal scorer for this team. And obviously, if you're shooting the ball at a high clip, they have to crowd you. And if he breaks him down and gets to the rim, he could finish over the top with an alley-oop dunk or just go ahead and just crush him on a poster. It doesn't matter. Miles Bridges is a beast. And that's definitely, even if you're not a Hornets fan, you have to say that's your pick for most improved player. I don't care. I don't care what you think. Like It just has to be. He's had the biggest impact on his team so far. Yes, John Morant is, is hooping. We know what John Moran's bringing to the table, but you expect that out of John, a number two pick out of the draft right behind Zion. You expect him to do that. Honestly, Miles Bridges is a surprise for a lot of people because everybody thought they had him figured out just an athletic rim runner, right? A guy that could guard the team's best player. But now to that defense, he's added a very lethal offensive game. And it's very fun to watch for NBA fans everywhere. So it is just the first episode. That's, that's pretty much a wrap. That's where we're going to keep it to for now, at least. Uh, make sure, again, you follow Hornets Nation CP on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook for all this daily news. And follow me as well on Twitter at Jerry Denasian. That's J-E-R-R-Y-D-O-N-A-T-I-E-N. My name will soon be in the bio for the Hornets Nation CP page as well. So you'll be able to follow it there on Instagram is J-K. And then the last name again, Denassian. So you guys will be able to keep up with just my personal life and what I got going on. And of course, everything sports. Make sure you reach out so we can have sports debates as well about the Hornets and just the NBA in general or NFL, whatever it is you want to talk about. We're all here for this, man. Like, I'm excited to get this podcast off the ground. Uh, Again, I'll have guests coming on periodically, weekly to have more conversations from, you know, normal people that I know throughout the business. And hopefully we can even manage to get a player on here. I know a lot of A lot of the other podcast pages on Warriors Nation CB or even Lake Show Nation. Make sure you keep up with all of them as well. There's tons of content to go around. They've had players on their podcast so far, and we just want to grow our brand as much as possible. So it's not just about me; it's all about the team. And you know, we're all excited to bring you guys this type of this type of energy, this type of news about teams because since we're on the ground or at home covering it from Zoom and TV and stuff like that, we have inside access to what the organization has going on before and after the games. So we're, we're psyched, man. We're hyped to get this thing moving. Again, I'm Jerry D. And that's it for me.